about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> I've got dessert. And Nexium, I need to get to before bedtime. Wasn't so. Nexium the name of a medication like when we were kids? Wasn't Nexium like? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, I don't think so. Hello. Well, let's talk dessert. What what is dessert? Well, let's welcome everyone to the stage. Come to the stage. <laughs> Coming. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, it's the Who Cares podcast host you all know and love, Ross Aaron Martineau and... Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. Pa- Patrick Holberg. Because it feels very egotistical to say one's own name, you know? Yeah, I just didn't like know how far we were committing to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I also, it's really hard to record a podcast when you're trying to keep the voice down for the baby. Yes. The baby's asleep. Yes. Are we picking up? Her monitor. At yeah, all. we got. If you hear white noise in the background, that's just white noise being broadcast into our living room from the bedroom yes. through the baby monitor system. Yes. yes. Which actually has a horrifying sound quality to it. Like when you hear her I know. screaming She's in like, the night, it sounds like a haunted TV set. Yes, it's very poltergeist. Sinister. Coming through the television. Insidious. What, Ouija what was that? board. Do you know Poltergeist the movie at all? Yeah. What's her name? The little girl, Beth Ann or something like I don't, that? I don't remember It's some that. name like terrible like that, like a Beth Ann. I actually remember watching that as a kid and not being scared by it and really? thinking it was like kind of boring and slow. And then the remake that came out like four or five years ago, I think we went to in the movies. No, not to Poltergeist. I think we did. Nah. Maybe there's another girlfriend. You hear this? You hear this? I do hear it. Um, yeah. Turn your phone over so we're not distracted. We have had a weekend, my love. A lot has transpired <laughs> since we are, chatted. Life is hard. And now we're bracing ourselves for another week. Yeah. Where I'm working in a studio and you are staying at home tending to... Our infant. Well, I guess they're not infants technically after three months. They're not. I guess not. She's an infant. She's, She's officially tiny. a baby. She's an infant to infant me. Infant v baby. She's thirteen weeks tomorrow. Thirteen weeks tomorrow, and you will be tending to her and to Peggy all day. Did we talk about this on the last episode? I don't even like everything's a blur. Like I think we I talked about to, that it was coming. I go to meetings and share about this stuff and then on our podcast we're basically sharing about our life so like it's hard to keep track of what's what we're just like talking about ourselves all the time so we don't know who we've shared with. i did have therapy last week (laughs) with jenny so but that was pre yeah so i took care of the baby on thursday yes was that 9 11 no friday was 9 11 Shit, that means I've entered some things inaccurately on our memory book. Oh, way to fucking go. That's why I don't even bother filling things like that out. <laughs> it's one line a day. You just fill out your memories one line a day. Um, so, yeah, I worked. You took care of everybody for the day. How did that feel for you? I'm a child rearer. I, I rear children. You're on day two tomorrow children. solo. How, how does that feel? I'm, I'm like... 
I have the same feeling I have about going back to school mm-hmm. on Monday morning on a Sunday. Yeah. We're recording on a Sunday night yeah. right now. And yeah, I don't, I don't want to wake up. <laughs> How I feel about having my child to myself. I hope I don't wake up. That's how I feel. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, you're not really. No, though. here's here's. I'll tell you exactly. I was just reflecting on this. I just walked Peggy, and while we were out, I was reflecting on this. That I just had such a nice day today. I don't want it to end. Yeah. Like, and when I think about the fact that we're gonna go to sleep, we're gonna wake up, and you're gonna go to work in the morning. Yeah. It makes me sad and makes me want to cry. Oh. Like from the same place. I would cry when my mom like would leave or like when I really missed my mom. Yeah. Oh, so, are you getting teary right now? <laughs> no, these tears might just be from yawning or maybe oh. I'm getting misty. Oh, all right. Well, fuck my drag. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mean to put all that on you. I hope this isn't some weird Oedipal thing, mm. but I feel a neediness toward you oh, at the moment. Interesting. Like I just... Today was just so nice. It was. We could paint a picture of what we did today. Take out the brush. Take out the whatever that thing is called where you put your paints and you hold it like Bob Ross. That's a that's a palette. palette. Uh, I was just going to say, welcome to the stage, everyone. Bob Ross Martineau. <laughs> that's a Halloween costume for you. Do an afro. Yeah. You just be Bob Ross Martineau. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Very good. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to get like a wig and a fake beard and no, your hair is almost nobody would know who I was if I didn't commit. Okay? You should just go full Jimmy Page. That's my dream. Well, no, not Jimmy Page. Um, what I would love to do is a joint costume with my brother. He could be Freddie Mercury and I could be that other guy, Brian May, Brian May. Yes, because my hair looks exactly like Brian May Mm -hmm. and Dave could pull off Freddie Mercury. Yeah, but who's he going for right now? He sent us some screenshot of some 70s rocker he's going for in pandemic times. Uh, Well, now that his hair is long. Yeah. When he was doing a different haircut, it would it would have been really easy. Yeah. Um, And now he's back on the East Coast, which we won't get into too much. Yeah, he'll be our third He'll come back and be the only person to come on the show three times. Yes. So he's back on the East Coast and uh, we're, we're jumping all around because yeah, today let's paint this on. Bob Ross Martineau <laughs> portrait <laughs> of the day. Okay. Get your palette out. Go. Easel in. Easel in. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. <laughs> it's on fire. There is rioting on the streets. There There's looting. <laughs> And when I say looting and rioting, I mean there are Latinx families from all over the world enjoying life and listening to music and playing sports. It's actually quite idyllic in Brooklyn, in our part of the neighborhood. Yeah, like families enjoying themselves in the park, Mm -hmm. having a nice weekend. Probably new families forming, people getting married, quinceañeras. Um. You know, there's a questionable mask level on all accounts. Like, all right, we're just doing the foreground here. We don't need to get every twig and brush in the painting here. But the point is that we live in Brooklyn, which is next to Manhattan, which is where our baby was born. Yes. Francis. And today I said, you know, why don't we jump in the car as a family and go to Central Park? Mm -hmm. Let's park the car and wander. 
What was part of your motivation for that, though? Oh, God, don't even get me started. <laughs> some some dad Guys, stuff. we've got a car problem. We're, we probably talked about this last August. Yeah, we probably The car needs did. to be inspected. It's halfway through its inspection. It failed inspection, so the thing's got fixed. It's ready again. to be ins- <laughs> ready to be inspected again. But the computer system between the mechanics office and the New York State supercomputers can't reset and redo the inspection unless we drive for sixty miles at some certain speed or something. And we're not for certain sensors and computer stuff to get reset. And we're not entirely sure if like the 60 miles needs to happen consecutively, but they haven't. So hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> so yeah, I thought let's do a family day out while simultaneously putting miles on that Kia compromise. He, he loves to multitask. I love the multitask. He's like, can I get a chore done and also have family time? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I feel like that's going to be life, though. It's like you got to learn how to enjoy making a trip to Lowe's for a drain snake with as a family <laughs> if you want to get to know each other. OK, that is a solo trip on you. No, I'm, I'm not... bringing my daughter. That's father daughter bonding time. Yeah, maybe she could learn a thing or two from you since I don't fucking know shit about shit. Yeah, I'll take her to home ec class. Take your home, Mac. So we went, we drove to Manhattan. We went to Central Park. I can't even remember the last time I was in Central mm. Park. And we spent the perfect amount of time, I feel like. Yeah, we probably only walked for like 90 minutes or something. Yeah, we were like, we we arrived, I think, at like 2.30. We were back in the car by 4.30, I think. Fran just like slept so hard in the stroller, it. just vibrating yeah. along these cobblestone streets. We did see the new Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth State, Katie Stanton, and Sojourner the black Truth. One. Sojourner Truth. Sojourner Truth. <laughs> the black one. Oh my God. Um, but yes, it is the first statue in all of Central Park of real women that existed. Yeah, so I... There's I, a number of real men throughout. And I guess any other women are like gods or goddesses or something? No, not or like even. Greek. It's, it's like um, Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I think there's a Mother Goose one. So it's mostly, you know... Fables. Fables. Aesop's fables. <laughs> yes. And then powerful white men. And then rich white bankers. Correct. That's so, so interesting. 2020, big get. For yeah. Central Park. But we just happened to stumble upon it. I'd heard of it. Yeah. So that was cool. It was cool. And it was neat to see a huge bronze statue that's brand new because it looks fake. Like Aww. it looked like a like a wooden carving that was varnished. Yeah. But I, I can't even, my mind can't even wrap around making those types, like that type of artwork. Like well, let me mansplain wild. how they made no, this women's statue. I don't care. So we... Yeah, it was just like a gorgeous day. And I was just like, wow, Central Park, you are stunning. Yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Central Park. You saw that tall, lithe gay in just a bikini bottom. Oh, my God. Slowly meandering. And what was that? It wasn't even hot out today. That's what was kind of amazing about it. It was like overcast. (laughs) It was like a cool 70. And he was just like fucking shorn from head to, well, not head to toe. Uh, Neck to toes. Chin to toes. And just wearing a eeny teeny weeny bikini. How would you describe that walk? Was it a slink? It was a slither? It was a bit bit of a slink. A little bit of a slide down the stone sidewalk. 
But this is why I love New York City. And then you've got the old school roller skater, roller skaters, roller skaters, and dancing to Michael Jackson. Which, hey, twenty twenty is so fucked. Apparently, he's the least of our Maybe problems. Maybe we need Michael Jackson <laughs> back. His music, not him. Yeah, he's dead. Thank Although, God. Although, you know. People just don't really believe that movie. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> we had a gorgeous day in Central Park. Also, our daughter was in like some of her cutest regalia, which is this little like pointed gnome hat that I insisted my mother get for her. And um, she's got a mean case of cradle cap right now, which might be the most disgusting thing. Which it's is more a disgusting skin- it's more disgusting sounding than it is. It's basically just fucking dry scalp for babies. It's when your scalp forms scaly eczema layers. The poor thing. But so, she's got a slight case of it. Yeah, supposedly it's not. She's not a also, freak or anything. She's had, not like a lizard head. <laughs> we got. We had a new doctor's. A new. We had another doctor's visit, and she assessed it was not that bad. But she is scratching at it, so we kept this adorable, pointed, gnome-like hat on her all day. She's very elf-like. She was very elf-like. She was in a onesie and a gnome hat, and people... I took her out of the... It was a real crowd pleaser. Yes, I took her out of the stroller at one point in Central Park to see if she needed her diaper changed, and it was just like people could not handle it. It almost felt like we were like trying a little too hard. It was performative. Because it was... Crazy how cute I she almost is. put out a change bucket. <laughs> like, if this baby delights you, pay for it. Okay? We are unemployed. Uh, we are baby busking. Yes, baby busking. I mean, she's got a face that won't quit. The thing is, she's she really makes it hard to want to harm her, you know? <laughs> Thank like, God for that. She's really winning you over just with, you know. Oh, she also, new development, is kind of saying hello if you're saying hello. Like she's mimicking you. So it's not like she understands that she's saying hello, but it's it's a crazy thing to see. If you really enunciate like you're talking to a deaf person. (laughs) Who doesn't need you to talk like that? Yes. You're like, hello. It's like if you wanted to offend a deaf person, that's how we're talking to her. Yes. (laughs) Or like a non-English speaker who you are assuming doesn't speak English. If you want to offend (laughs) a a person whose first language is not English, this is how we're speaking to our daughter. Yeah. So if you do that enough times. That's how she's going to learn how to speak this language like a true American is if we condescend her constantly. She is, it was, it was jarring to us all. So I like this. You got a little Mexican food in your teeth. I feel it. Mmm, dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Did I get it? 95% of it. Oh no. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, people love babies. People love babies. And we had like Peggy came with us and she's tied to the stroller. And so I was like, here's our cute dog. Here's our cute baby. We look like schlubs. But yeah. who gives a shit? Because nobody's looking at this. Well, they're like, wait, is that Brian May from Queen and his <laughs> young family? <laughs> and, you, and you just like start shredding a guitar solo. Um, 
So it was great. We came home. We're all very tired. Patrick's like, let's podcast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, well, all right. So let's backtrack. And now the day before. Saturday. <laughs> big day. We talked about him before. If he comes back on the podcast, it'll be his third appearance. Uncle Bubs met his niece for niece. Yeah, we've decided names for my three family members now. We've got Jonesy, we've got Papa P, or I guess just Papa. Papa, and Uncle Bubs. Which sounds like the name of a white rap group. <laughs> Yo, what up? It's Uncle Bubs and Jonesy <laughs> and Papa. Like they're Pass opening, me that baby. they're opening for Insane Clown Posse, and it is terrible. I bl- actually, those might be the names of the rappers in <laughs> the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Uncle Bubs, yo, Uncle Bubs, pass me that Fago. Um, what's Fago? Fago is a soda in the Midwest that is like a staple at all their shows. Like they spray Fago on their... It's getting weirder every second. I had uh, a couple of Insane Clown Posse CDs that just finally met their fate during pandemic downsizing when I threw away all my CDs. Yeah, two two ICP records. I can't remember which ones I had. They had some good songs. Um, I love... There's an episode of Workaholics, which is like a total bro show that I fell in love with um, when I was working in Paris several years ago. (laughs) It was a very odd time. I was staying by myself for two weeks, working insane hours, watching Workaholics every single day. You found your inner 19-year-old frat bro. I actually think that show is a commentary on bro culture, but bros don't see the subtlety and the nuance in it. I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Ross Martineau is back (laughs) with a palette and an easel to paint a picture of intellectualism. (laughs) They have a hilarious episode where they go to like a juggalo festival. Like it's just like filled with juggalos. And I mean, I can't tell you anything about it, but I remember I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) How did it feel to see your little baby brother meet your little baby daughter? It was very cute. And I'm, you know, it felt sort of like it was done before it even started. Like it was just like a very quick visit, but it was lovely. My parents and my brother came Saturday, yesterday. Um, and spent the day with us and, uh, yeah, that was the first time Dave has met Fran. It's, we determined it's probably the longest Dave and I have gone without seeing each other. Um, we talk all the time. We're very close, but we haven't, we've got like, typically we see each other more frequently than this. So it was great to see him. He seems to be doing okay. Isn't it surreal that. Our daughter's three months old and is just now, like, meeting people in our life. You keep saying that. I'm not as profoundly affected by that. I don't know. Who cares about a pandemic and a (laughs) new baby in a pandemic? It's not that. I guess I just feel like she is still so little. Like, three months doesn't feel like that long. And I don't know, maybe because I I didn't grow up with extended family at all. So Mm. it, like, doesn't feel that crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yes, it's crazy. My brother hasn't, hadn't met her yet. Cause in my mind he was going to meet her as soon as she was born. 
Oi, Gavald. The station that Patrick has set up is literally teetering on the edge. Yeah, we've got... So I'm recording video. Maybe this will go on YouTube. I'm finding the podcast... All the podcasts are going to YouTube. Mm. I'm editing podcast videos for YouTube. Do they need to see it is the question. I think there's a lot of visual elements to this. Like right now we can see the crib over there. Mm. You can see the baby swing. We can see your Brian May haircut. (laughs) (laughs) We can see that I... I, I'm looking at this viewfinder. I can see what the shot is on my phone over here. You can see my neck problem. I think I'm tubby. Am I tubby? How should I answer this? Just say that pandemic's been really hard on all of us. We and, had a baby. And we had a baby. We had a baby. I'm also like forcing you to like eat massive amounts of dessert. Like I'm not stopping. Yeah, I'm like sympathy pregnant. Um, but like, I've just got like a high metabolism. But yeah, this is all, this, the, the gear is like in a suitcase and I put it on the edge of the table and to get the lens back far enough, I had to teeter the case on the edge of the table. And just as we were about to start, it all fell over onto my computer tower on the floor, which may or may not function tomorrow morning when it's time to go to work. Um, you're too far from the mic, hon. I cannot Uncle hear you. Bubs just texted me something. Of a, so Bubs, Uncle Bubs is living with my parents right now. And uh, we just came from living with my parents, mm-hmm. but it was a very different scenario. It was, there was a end time. There was a date. There was an Correct. out date. There's also the, you know, there's an infant in the house. We're all trying to just like keep this infant happy and going and passing her around. Whereas my parents and my brother are taking a bit more of a retirement approach Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like pot smoking and bonding and watching television. Lazing about? Your dad does not laze about. In the evenings. In the evenings there's a laze about. But uh, no, they're all keeping pretty busy. Um, Your mom's at work. Your mom's mom's fucking teaching high school. Which maybe that's inappropriate to say that she's smoking weed, but it's not a No, no, she doesn't do that. It's not a public high school, though. So, And, I mean, like, they can't touch her. She's been in school for 40-something years. And it's medicinal. Yes. the do- it, It's doctor prescribed. <laughs> for one of the individuals mentioned above. Correct. Um, what else? <laughs> oh, he just texted, you said. What yeah, but say? it's a video. He's a totally normal night over here, and it's a video, but I don't know what... It means that it's probably not... Mm, you know like something else is going on like or like and this could be private maybe it's maybe not a video they want maybe broadcasted. it is no no it's them watching something let's just take a moment and see. all right all right <laughs> this is my brother and my dad Wait, are they watching george michael my brother and my dad watching freedom george michael's freedom well that's Weird that they're watching this because I had George Michael's faith in my head all day today. Oh. You didn't hear me singing it at Central Park? And now we're doing a close-up on Passed Out Sheila, which is Dave's dog. So my dad loves to keep the spirit of original MTV alive, and the only way we can do that these days is by watching music videos on YouTube. So... He loves having you sit down and he's like, why don't we, I'm going to show you some videos. Typically horrible. Let's go on a journey of music. Of new metal, typically. 
Not really. I feel like that's when we're all spent on watching music videos. He then goes to new metal oh, okay. with only female fronted new metal bands Very, is what he loves. Yeah. Uh, he loves a female vocal. But I kind of like that he really loves just going down a YouTube rabbit hole. That's yeah. kind of cool. No, I mean, he truly, I mean, he was 23, I think, when MTV started. Mm-hmm. So he like grew up with just absolutely loving it. So I think, you know, MTV's letting us all down is basically yeah. <laughs> the uh, well, end result. MTV did buy this apartment. So I will <sighs> express some gratitude in, blah, blah, in blah. that direction. Blah, blah, blah. MTV. <laughs> Um, I am very tired. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Let's let's come back tomorrow night and do a second half of the episode. Oh, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, why not? Unless you want to... No, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll just do another short check-in once I'm done with work tomorrow. Yeah, we could talk about Or how, even Tuesday. Yeah, maybe Yeah, we can, we can tease tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to be home all alone all day with the baby. Maybe I'll record some segments. Which, by the way, when I came home... Thursday evening, I this man, round of applause for this man, okay? He's doing it himself. <laughs> um, I came in the door. I was happy to not hear any crying when I approached the door and I came in. He was cooking dinner. Francis was in her stroller in the kitchen with him. She, he was moving the stroller giving her a bottle and then I feel like there was another hand like was, over near the stove. I think I was like flipping vegetables with a spatula <laughs> in a pan. And I just came in and I was like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you said that she had been crying quite a bit the last few hours. Yeah. And oh, so this was how you were dealing with it. Shit. I didn't even really think about that. That, yeah, that she was just so upset for like the second half of the day. I forgot Which about is that part. Of, is kind of her vibe like as the day goes on she does get a little fussier yeah um but when we're both here it's like we can well you're better at soothing her in general i just because i've been doing it more with boobs and whatnot yeah but if it like gets really bad you can just like pass her to me yeah uh oh yeah tomorrow (laughs) but i do think that is a good opportunity to throw her in the carrier yeah yeah in the later part of the day yeah Yeah. because it is ultimately just her tired i think yeah we'll talk about that after so let's so so you're but you were just saying how amazing i was i am i am and and you think i can do it again tomorrow i am and i was and you will okay all right well well, i I go hang out with adults for the day bye (laughs) in manhattan doing fashion fashion ever heard of it useless okay bye all right you're in the middle of saying something profound so i wanted to fire up the mics here fire up the mics that's the thing with being in a marriage and having a podcast it's like we're having an authentic sincere conversation after finishing dinner and i'm like hold on save it for the pod What a piece of shit. Well, I'm sure it won't be as eloquent the second time around, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. Well, let's start with your physical symptoms. We're talking about our daughter uh-huh. and your tits are filling with milk. Yeah. Just talking about her. Because this started out with me telling you that today at work, I was working with a friend of mine who has a baby that's a year now, I think. 
So she's giving me lots of tips and tricks yeah. and who's a what's it's. Yeah. And uh, she was saying that while you're pumping, because we were both pumping at work today, like a couple of mams. And for like, I don't know who listens to this podcast. If you don't know that women literally have pumps, <laughs> they're these electronic. That milk ourselves. <laughs> yeah. They're like what you see in those documentaries about animal cruelty, where they connect a fucking <laughs> They they clip on a <laughs> suction tube to a cow's udders. Yeah, we have those. We have those in our home for our wife, my my wife, to create food for our child around the clock. Which I was saying to my friend, like, it is wild to think, like, honestly, absolutely no shade to anyone who is using formula because, like, I get it. Like, breastfeeding is so fucking hard. Chest feeding is the new appropriate term. Inclusive. Body feeding, the more inclusive phrase. What I am doing is breastfeeding for me. Um, But I like, there is like something about the fact that like we have not spent a single dollar on food for her. It's Mm -hmm. just like come from me this whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like so crazy to think about. Like all that Haagen-Dazs, all those Oreo cookies. (laughs) I know. All the fried chicken I made tonight. All the greens. There's a lot of greens in this house. I guess we spent money on food for her in some way since it's like for me. But yeah, it just enters your gullet as all these different things and then comes out as piss, dumps, and breast milk. But wait, let's finish this point. So, you're you're anyways, breastfeeding at so my work. Friend, my friend was saying while you're pumping, it's good to watch videos or look at pictures of your baby because it actually helps you produce milk more or easier and or. The emotional chemicals in your brain cause a physical reaction in Which your chest. I'm just like... And like you can physically feel it. And I was saying to you, like even as we're talking about it, I am feeling my breasts engorge like just thinking about how connected I am to my child and how I talked about it today yeah and that's the other thing we should touch on is is this profound connection between mother and daughter that you can't mother and child yeah that you can't quite uh you're, you're still it seems like every day you're like having these like holy shit moments And I mean, maybe you're having them too, but there is, you know, there is just this like fundamental biological difference where it's like this person came out of me. I'm supplying nutrients with my body for her to keep her alive. It's fucking, it's like the most like common experience in the world probably, but it's like still so mind-blowing and profound as you're experiencing it. Yeah, and you were saying, like, you feel this, like, deep connection, this, like, ancient connection or something to you toward her, but we were sort of just chatting about the irony that as a child, everyone's mother has that toward them, but the child just can't know it and can't Can't reciprocate it. I don't feel like I know it. I'm just knowing it now. Like it's really just like coming to a full understanding, which is like what everybody says. Like you don't know what your mother went through until like you go through it yourself. So it's fucking trite for a reason. But I'm like, oh yeah, like that's how my mom 
feels about me and my brother. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it like probably still does. Yeah. Like all of these years, like now she has fully grown adult children. When they left on Saturday and she went in for hugs with everybody, like she really needs those hugs and yeah. she fucking loves you guys. It's really sweet. And like, I think we're having more moments now too, where it's like, she's looking at like photos of Fran or like I was showing her and her breasts are filling up. <laughs> well, you know, Heather actually said, um, our friend Heather said that she still feels like tingling in her breasts. If she like hears a baby cry yeah. or something, even though like she's not producing milk anymore. She's like somebody feed that baby. But yeah. It's like a psychosomatic or something. I don't know. That's but, like being in the military and sitting with your back to the corner facing the door and being ready to spring yeah. into action at any moment. It's a form of PTSD. <laughs> except, <laughs> but in, except, instead of guns, it's a uh, breast just ready to fire just off. Ready to go. Ready pew, to pew, feed pew, pew. the community. The village. She actually, Heather is the first person that I, ever saw a pump i think i knew about pumps vaguely but that was she was the first person that was just like yeah you guys want to see and she had that really loud system it was just like german industrial was the yes, nickname dan, we gave her dan coined the term german industrial it was just like <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it was that intense but it's definitely louder than mine but yours just goes <laughs> <laughs> She also had the most insane, like, travel purse. Like, that was yes. what you were supposed to put like your fucking... Like a lady on the go. It's like, are you fucking... And it was, like, supposed to be, like, stylish. I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to go vote in the presidential election. And I'm going to pump these tits. <laughs> that is, like, a very visceral memory I have of being in her house Lights are out downstairs. She's backlit by her bathroom upstairs, pumping bra, pumps on, holding the purse <laughs> over her shoulder for comedic effect for me. I come around the corner, look up the stairs and just like backlit Heather pumping. And I like, you know how I get when I really think something is funny, like just crumpled puddle, like onto the stairs, like like um what's the word i'm looking for i literally hysterics you're in hysterics but i was silent like yeah. it was like silent like i was just yeah a puddle uh but and anyway. she probably also delivered that bit totally deadpan which well she committed so i don't think that. it was deadpan but it was like she like was in my mind whether it was like this or not she's looking in the distance with like a bizarre grin like an like ll bean model catalog shoulder. cover <laughs> oh man 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 that and now great. you're a mom with your own pump yeah and flanged pump attachments i've watched the, i've watched those <laughs> things a hundred times there's a 24 millimeter and a 28 millimeter I'm like, is that truly just for people that have bigger nipples like is that what that's about maybe if you're swollen it's more comfortable to put the wider flange on i guess and then it sucks those nips so deep into the neck valve yeah. of this thing you guys have already heard about jimmy and dean jimmy dean sausages <laughs> Sometimes they look like Sabret hot dogs, <laughs> which after our Central Park visit the other day, we went and had a hot dog on Fifth we Avenue. We thought it was going to be Sabret. We're like, oh, it's going to be Sabret, like your nips. Uh, and then I said, you already have two. And uh, that just did oh. not get a laugh oh, in we, the moment. Oh, we laughed. <laughs> but now it's Monday night. The work week has begun and you 
you work today. Yes. But any of the, the big realizations why we had to jump on the mics was that like this interconnectedness from like mother to child feels really profound and overwhelming and like hard to even like wrap your head around a lot of the times, but I'm just like, Oh yeah. My poor mom who Mm. I just really took for granted. And that's just like part of being a mom, I guess. Is that like, you just know that your kid is just like never really going to get it. Yeah. (laughs) Like how much you're like obsessed and in love and terrified. It's like an all encompassing crush where you can't stop obsessing and thinking about that person and they just don't give a shit about you. Yeah. They don't fucking care. They need everything from you, but they don't like really give a shit about you. Yeah. Like it's like all need and like no give. (laughs) Yeah. It's unrequited. It's a little unrequited. Like she's not going to get you a gift for at least six or seven years. No. And even then it'll suck. It's yeah. It's going to be, It'll be like like really shitty gifts for our parents. I made some terrible necklaces out of clay (laughs) for my mom. I'm like, she's going to love this. This is Cartier. But you know what, though? When she does make some shit for us at school, we're going to fucking love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like it'll suck, quote unquote, like in terms of like. I love it. it. Knickknack. I mean, the first handprint Mm -hmm. in like some fucking clay shit. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, we are already bragging on the internet about how she's talking already and she's just making sounds. I mean, let's be honest. It's impressive. Okay. <laughs> she's it's m- impressive. making mouth sounds. <laughs> and we're like, oh, she's so advanced. Uh, we're but- looking into Harvard and <laughs> MIT. Actually, Ashley, another mom friend, she, she gave me the response I wanted. And she was just like, that is genius. Valedictorian 1600 <laughs> yes. SAT scores. And well, I that's was like, not how they grade the SATs anymore though. Hun, it's a joke. Uh, and I said, I hope that's fucking true because Lord knows her mother was not a good test taker. So I hope she was just given natural gifts. It's so funny today. I sent you a video of her just like playing with like a little ring toy she has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just thought it was cute and you honed in on, uh, you said, because I think she's like playing with it and she starts grunting a little bit. And, she got a little upset. Yeah. And you said, oh, I hope she doesn't get my short fuse. And I just haven't thought about her a whole lot in that way of mm. like that, that she, yeah, she's like made of us and she's going to have like, she could perhaps inherit my av- avoidance tendencies <laughs> or or your <clears throat> short fuse well, slash anger. And now at like three months, <clears throat> I'm already like, oh, I bet she's going to be a lot like me because she seems really like verbal and vocal. And like she like lets you know <laughs> how she's feeling about something very quickly, which is my own just like narcissism pro- proje- projecting in narcissism. But I mean, we can't have two of you in this house. Well, there will not be two of me. And let's not act like I'm so fucking hard to deal with. Okay. I kid. I'm just kidding. Relax. That was a take my wife joke. That's all. Take my wife. Oh, women be shabbing. (laughs) Um, Peg is looking at me like, 
what the fuck are you two doing? I need to get out of here. What if she's following the conversation and she just wants to chime in, but she can't speak? She she understands everything, but she just can't speak. Oh, wouldn't that be the cruelest thing about dogs? That would be hell. That they're like mute. Well, have we even talked about our dog psychic? Uh I mean, we took like a couple months off of this podcast, but in the pandemic, we had a visit with a dog psychic over the phone. (laughs) So we should someday talk about that. Um, Anyway, Ross is returning plates to the cafeteria right now. I want to I want to get back to something though. We were talking about like the obsession of mother toward daughter and the unrequited love and that got us <laughs> Peggy licking Ross's mic. That got us talking about how you never you said you never felt like an obsession toward your mom or Not like that a I can remember. Or like I'm what sure did you I say did. like wanting to be around your mom it seemed like you, you said yeah, like I don't have memories of being like, I just want to be around my mom. I'm sure I did because like every little kid does, right? To a, Like unless their mom is horrible and abusive to them or something. But, um, and my mom was definitely not that. I had like some weird attachment stuff where I was really afraid of being abandoned places. Mm. Like sleepovers at friends houses bus stations i started dance classes really early like really young and like if my parents were late to pick me up that really freaked me out Mm. um so i had like stuff like that but i don't really know where that came from exactly um so like i remember being like scared like where are my parents i'm alone but not like my mom is so awesome i just want to like hang with her (laughs) that thing you just said I, where's my mom? I, I don't want to be alone. I think, is that what yeah. you just said? That emotion, <laughs> that like scared kid kind of borderline panic emotion. Like panic attack. I feel so close to that. Not for like actually feeling those feelings, but I just am recalling having a lot of those feelings. Mm. Just, it feels like in the last week or something like just, I, I don't know if it's because of about like... About me? No, about me, about people. Her. Maybe her. I don't know who. But you're having them toward, like you yourself are having them? I'm just, I'm just f- remembering having them in the okay. past or something or just knowing what that feeling feels like in general. <laughs> I'm sorry, Peggy. Peggy is doing full 360s to try to get our attention, but like, I don't think I've seen her do that. <laughs> She's just chasing her tail. And now she's just showing us her butthole. I think she's winking. <laughs> but like facing away from us like very intentionally. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Oh, wow. She's going to start doing some other shit. She's like, well, what What can I bite? Oh, and what can peg. I? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not a visual medium, but I wish you guys could see. The comedic bits of well, Peggy we're, Pickles. We're all we're all adjusting to the life right now. Peggy is like definitely fourth wheel in this house. I know. But we had some really good walks today. She's probably been outside today for like two hours just walking around this neighborhood. Yeah. Between my morning and afternoon walk. Um, no, I think like I'm just thinking a lot about my own childhood sure. and, and the vulnerability of being a child. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm having like... I just think about like worst case scenarios with yeah. with Fran. Yeah. Like I actually bumped into Kirsten 
and Ian today, and I was telling them that this is the second day of watching her alone today, uh, and that I don't know how this came up, but I was like, you know, and, and on the first day, I kept having this obsessive thought about like that glass coffee table we have, like, oh, we were talking about Peg and how resilient Peggy is compared to a baby, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking like, because on our first day, I don't know if I told you this. I oh had God. the baby in my arms. Oh, God. She spit out her pacifier. I sort of lunged for it to try to catch it, but then I stopped myself realizing this happens all the time. She spits out her pacifier. It goes on the floor. Now Peggy is <laughs> biting my <laughs> socks. That is the sign she's like, I want to go out. I'm going to bite your footwear. But let me finish this yes. story. Peggy, as long, stop. As long as you're able to just let your sock go to the dog gods, or you want me to rip it away from No, her? no, no. She can okay. lick my sweaty feet. Uh, well, so I, I kind of lunged for the pacifier, I, and I bobbled the baby a little bit in my arms, and then I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? I, I, I gotta, but that's all you did was a bobble? Yeah. Okay. But then I started thinking, like, what if I tripped and fell through this glass coffee table and, like, the glass gets me in the jugular, <laughs> I'm bleeding out on the floor, you're at work, the baby and Peggy are fine because I take protective measures on my way down, I spin, perhaps, yeah, avert and avoid injury for both of them, but I just bleed out on the floor. <laughs> Peggy is going to be fine, right? I know she's going to be fine, but the baby is like laying there. She can, she's got no core strength. She can barely roll onto her side. Like what, what happens then? <laughs> you know? Well, so, I think she would scream and cry and somebody in the hallway would probably be like, something's going on in there. Yeah. And hopefully Peggy would bark. And I'm like, also hopefully Peggy like wouldn't eat her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or me, like I'm like the blood. Does she just lick blood? What does Peggy do? <laughs> you would hope she would be just like so devastated that she'd be like howling and barking. Yeah, but who knows? So it's like thoughts like that, and then thinking about my like we were just comparing our 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 attachments toward our mothers, and like I. I can remember wanting very much to be around my mother and when we would go to bed at night she would sit on our beds and like caress our backs or whatever and talk to us until we fell asleep and I just never wanted her to leave and I would like strategically put a limb against her so if I felt her get up and leave I would I'll say I'm not asleep yet and basically I I think I had closer to that reverse bonding chemical where I just was also obsessed with her. But it sounds like you're a uh, sociopath and you don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But isn't it interesting? I have a very, I think I have a very secure attachment with my mother and I have a very secure attachment with women, mm. but not as much with my dad or with men. Oh, that is interesting. Can you turn off my phone? Are you going to take Peggy out? Yes. I mean, maybe we should just say goodbye. This this plus part one guys hope you enjoyed non-linear part one part two it's never going to be linear especially now with a new child and life is not linear no it it's linear if you look at it on a calendar but like i i think time is an illusion yes i think everything is happening right now the only time is now yeah you want to know god's address it's now <laughs> On that note, talk to y'all 
real soon. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.